0: This week's parsha begins with the first building campaign in Jewish history. Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, tell Klal Israel to donate towards building the Mishkan. Va'yikhu li, let them take for me, truma. And the Mephoshim are troubled by the verb, va'yikhu, let them take, the more appropriate language would be, Vayitnu, let them give a donation. So I saw an incredible concept from Rav Palm regarding giving tzedakah. He explains, there are two types of people who give tzedakah. There are some people who are approachable about donating to a certain cause. There's a poor family, there are orphans, an organization that saves lives. And he recognizes the need and he graciously fills that void. That is very virtuous and generous and honorable. Then, there's an even more noble way of giving tzedakah. There's an attitude that something significant, something dramatic is happening here. And I want to be part of it. There's a yeshiva that has tamidim that are learning thousands of hours a week and I want to share in that learning. I want to be part of it. I want to be zoichet to a chelik in their Torah. That person participates not because he was approached, not because they asked him to donate, but because he feels he doesn't want to lose out on this unbelievable opportunity. He wants to contribute because there's a reward for Torah learning being distributed and I want a portion of that reward. On the NASDAQ, there's an investment option called FANG. In the world of finance, FANG is an acronym that refers to the stocks of the five most prominent technology companies. People invest in FANG because they are the fastest growing companies in the world. And the return on investment is usually 30 to 40 percent per year. People don't want to feel left out. They rationalize, I will never own such a company, but that doesn't preclude me from benefiting from their earnings. So I'll buy some shares in those companies and benefit in that way. Similarly, when it comes to Torah institutions, people contribute to multiple yeshivas so they can acquire a share in Torah of every yeshiva. So that is the second way of giving. So there's a big difference between the two. The first person who is approached for a donation and he donates, he's called a giver. He's giving to fill a void. The second person, he sees a Dava Shebek Dusha. He sees an opportunity to acquire the chus of Torah and he wants a piece of it. He's a Mechabel. He's a taker. He's receiving. He gives because he wants to receive. He wants to be part of that sacred movement which is taking place. Now Hashem tells Moshe, Take for me donations. Why does it say take if the person is giving? Because when it came to giving to the Mishkan, the Yidin didn't give because they were approached to donate. Does Hashem need a place to stay? Obviously not. But rather, because they said, there's a Mishkan being built and I want to have a piece of it. I want to be part of it. The donors are actually mekablim, people who are getting, not giving. And that's why it says, Vayichulit ruma, Because they were receiving a lot more than they were giving. When one donates to the Mishkan, or to any Torah institution, he understands that it is a privilege and an honor to be able to contribute to Kvot Jumayim. So he's not really giving, he's actually taking. To illustrate this point, I'd like to share with you a fascinating story. The altar of Nevardik, who was one of the most prominent Talmidim of Rasul Salante, the founder of the Musar movement, established many yeshivas in Russia right under the rule of Stalin. He was a very charismatic person and a prolific fundraiser. He single-handedly supported all of his yeshivas with his fundraising prowess. There was a very wealthy person who lived in the neighborhood that was a tremendous miser and he refused to give any tzedakah. Once a Rosh Hashiva approached the altar and asked him, How do you get money out of this gavir?" As many times as I tried, I couldn't budge him. And you always get a large donation from him. And the altar tells him, I'll tell you the difference between me and you. You go into his house and take off your shoes because you don't want to ruin his expensive carpet. And you're careful not to sit on his fancy sofa. And you don't put your briefcase on his glass table because you don't want to scratch it. So you're showing him that his wealth and everything that he possesses is so precious and valuable. And then you're still asking him to part with it. You're asking him to give it away to you. Of course he won't give you anything. I, on the other hand, I walk in with my dirty shoes. I throw my stuff down on his fancy couch. I put my feet on his desk. My message to him is all that you have now is worthless, but I'm offering you a deal of a lifetime. You can give me some of your worthless possessions and I'll get you something extremely valuable. I'm giving you the opportunity to get something precious. You can get a share in Torah learning, something that's eternal. I don't need you. I don't need your money. You're not doing me a favor. You need me. You need this incredible deal that I'm offering you. The message from the altar was, if you ask someone to give, they may be reluctant. But when you ask them to take... They'll jump on the opportunity and they will respond generously. And now, we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.